Today on Locked On A's, I am joined by the host of Locked On MLB Prospects, Aram Layton. We're going to go over some trade ideas because the A's may be very, very busy over the coming month before the CBA expires. So we're going to see what the A's can get for some of their top valued, I hate saying assets, but assets. Uh, we're going to ask his opinion and get some good trade ideas going today on Locked On A's. You are Locked On A's. Your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans? And welcome to episode 378 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. And today I am joined by the man to my, I don't know how you're seeing this, that guy, uh, Aram Layton. He is the host of Locked On MLB Prospects. He is a fantastic guy. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that since he was in attendance for game six, the clinching game of the World Series, he brought the Astros to defeat. So uh, thank you, Aram. And Aram, how are you doing today, man? Yeah, I, I did everything I could. Well, funny enough, we were sitting in the Braves section, so uh, I was definitely amongst the Braves fans, and uh, it made it a little bit more fun being a neutral a neutral guy there, but I was happy to see the Braves pull it off, and a uh, cool experience, and I'm doing well. It's uh, good to be back home. It's a quick little trip to Houston, cool opportunity to go to a World Series, and I wish it was a bit closer, but uh, I can't lie. It was it was kind of fun to see the Astros get knocked around a little bit in that game six. <laughs> Who doesn't like that? Uh, also, thank you, everybody, for making Locked On A's your first listen of the day. You can follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter. And if you guys have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. Uh, Arm, where can the people find you on social media? And what have you been up to of late? Because it's been a minute since you were on the show. Well, you can keep up with me at Armlayton8 and at Just BB Media, where uh, you can catch a lot of the work that we're doing and uh, writing up over there, and then Locked On MLB Prospects as well. Yeah, you're a busy man. <laughs> uh, the the youth. I, I miss being young. <laughs> but let's jump right into this. The A's have some really quality guys that could be on the move fairly soon because they let Bob Melvin go, which is not a move that you make if you're planning on necessarily going for it because he is a very, very seasoned manager, a very good manager. And uh, it looks like the writing could be on the wall that some trades are going to be happening. And I just want, before we get into a, a bunch of specific deals, who do you think would be the A's biggest trade asset if they were to trade somebody? Who could they get the most for? You know, that's a great question because baseball's gotten to the point now where it's just so much about control. Mm -hmm. And control is is really what a lot of teams like the A's are looking for when they're acquiring players. So when you're looking at different contracts and different situations, of course, like Matt Chapman's uh, the biggest name value. But is mm -hmm. he going to get you that return that maybe a Matt Olson would get you? Probably not because mm -hmm. Olson's not as expensive or you know, you have a Chris Bassett who comes with an extra year of control, if I'm not mistaken. I, I think, think he only has that 2022. So he has next year and, that, and that's it. 
Yeah. So I think if you're going to trade like Bassett right now would be the time to do it. I mm-hmm. know it's a little bit weird timing, obviously, given what happened to him. And But he did come back at least and he seems to be okay. And I love, I'm a big Chris Bassett fan, but I feel like with mm-hmm. the way Oakland has been able to develop pitching, that could be a guy that goes. But to me, even though he's a first baseman, Olsen has to be the guy that just commands a monster haul if you're going to deal somebody from this squad. And uh, you could you could start talking about almost any prospect on if you're trading Matt Olsen, I think, to the right team. I would be very okay with that. <laughs> I mean, not, not with trading Matt Olsen, who has two years of control, but hey, Let's go get. I mean, the, the Orioles aren't going to go get him, but let's get. Let's go take Adley Rutschman off their hands. <laughs> Why the heck not? Um, so that the two guys that are listed on top of the the trade simulator website that everybody goes to for pro- projecting trades and seeing values, uh, the two main guys for the A's are Sean Murphy and Ramon Laureano, um, just because they have so many years of control left. I think Laureano has three. Murphy has four. So. Just and no, no, actually, I think they both have four. Um, so pre arb guys, lots of talent for both of those guys. Um, I'm not sure that the A's would move them, but do you think that the packages that they would garner would be big enough where the A's may have to move them because they cannot turn down that offer because they're not really going to be trying? So, do you make that trade because you can go get you know two top 50 guys? or two top 15 guys, or what, what are we looking at for each of these guys? Yeah, you know, um, it's funny because, as you know, I used to do Locked on Marlins, and um, I grew up a Marlins fan, and I didn't even mention Sean Murphy because for, from an outsider's perspective, I just would not even think he's he's available. But the reality is if, if you get an offer you can't refuse and uh, the A's are looking to try to replenish that farm system, if you can get the type of return for Sean Murphy – that is almost similar to Matt Olson, you know, then maybe you should trade Sean Murphy. And I don't think that it's that far off given the control, like you said. And I think the big thing with Sean Murphy is that the catching position is so thin in major league baseball right now that Murphy, I think will carry a huge value. I don't know if he would quite meet some of the uh, value that you'd get from an Olson, but with the control that he comes with and the fact that he plays such a premium position, I look at the Marlins, let's say, and I think the Marlins would be willing to part with a really quality prospect plus some to go get a Sean Murphy. Uh, the way the Marlins have been so desperate for catching help and the way that the Marlins are looking for control, that's the type of candidate that I think, you know, I don't think it makes sense for Oakland to trade him uh, in Sean Murphy. But if the Marlins, a team with a top five or top seven system, really want to go get him, they could make it to the point where you can't refuse it. And I could say the same thing with Ramon Laureano, who's one of my favorite players in, in baseball. I don't really know how the whole uh, PED situation really affects his his stock because obviously his glove is is a big part of his value, uh, but he, he was starting to do things offensively that made him go into that upper echelon. So mm-hmm. I look at a Sean Murphy, and, and if the offer is something he can't refuse, I could see a major haul, a major, major haul coming for him. I'd be very interested to see what they do with him i think with loriano because of the ped suspension and that the, the fact that he'll be out for the basically the first month of the season do you trade him if you get a fair offer if you're getting like eh, he's pretty decent because his numbers and his his ceiling seems to be a lot higher than what we generally see on a day-to-day basis but he can go on tears and just carry a club for a couple of weeks and so that is the upside that he has but 
you'll also see him striking out a decent amount and whatnot. And I know that I'm making a lot of loyal listeners mad because they love Ramon Laureano. So uh, that's the shout out, I guess, for those people. Thank you guys for listening to Locked on Ace. Uh, but I could see him potentially being moved, but I think that they have enough years of control. Maybe they reestablish some of the value that may have been diminished because of the suspension. And because they got him for another four years and uh, go go from there. But uh, coming up on the show, we're going to be talking about the big trade chips that you've already mentioned, Matt Chapman and Matt Olson, and seeing if we can cobble together a trade for each of those guys. So stay locked in. We're locked on A's and I'll be right back. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKED ON to receive your bonus. That is code LOCKED ON. That is a new code that we don't use all the time. It is all caps locked on together and uh that we're working together with bet online that's how you keep it in your head right there and they got you covered from everything from basketball to football to baseball which is actually no no more baseball scratch baseball it's over astros lost <laughs> that's the, my takeaway then they also got the nhl boxing and ufc right down to your va- favorite vegas casino games do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, and that is because Bet Online is where the game starts. Welcome back to the Locked On Ace Podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to hit subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on our new YouTube channel at Locked On A's. You can also follow RM Layton at RM Layton8 on Twitter. And he also has a fantastic website over at Just Baseball. Is it Just Baseball or Just Baseball Media? JustBaseball.com and uh, Just Baseball Media is the handle. Gotcha. All right. And then you can also follow me at my Jason B on Twitter. You can follow the show at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. And then uh, send us any questions that you got to LockdownAthletics at gmail.com. And if you have a question for Arm, you can also email those to us and I will I will let Arm know or you can leave them in the comments and I will let Arm know. We will get you your answers, whatever they are. <laughs> but let's get back into some uh, that the questions that we don't really want to ask, but I do want answered. And that is, you got Olsen, you got Chapman. They're the A's, two biggest pieces to the outside world because they're the people that, you know, uh, outside fans know of. They're, they're the national audience. They're like, oh, yeah, they got Chapman and Olsen. They got the Mets. Uh, do you think that they should move them? What kind of packages would we be looking at for somebody like Matt Olsen? You said that it would be a, a monster package. Um, wh- which teams do you think could end up vying for those, those guys' services? I know that the Mets are probably interested in Matt Chapman. The Yankees are probably interested in Olsen. That would, uh, that would suck if they both landed in New York. What kind of packages from those two teams in particular could you see landing uh, Chapman to the Mets and then uh, Olsen over to the Yankees? Oh, man. If Matt Olsen went to the Yankees, uh, that, that <laughs> poor, poor, poor Oakland fans. <laughs> poor <laughs> Oakland fans. But, you know, Chapman, I'll start with him because he's a little bit easier, I think, because I think he's also more likely to go. Again, it's one of those spots where if you're going to trade Matt Chapman right now or at some point this season would be the time to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think if you're Oakland, maybe you try and see how the first couple months go. But you mentioned they might yeah. want to 
try to make some moves before the CBA. So if they do decide to move Chapman, now's the time because you have 2022 where he's going to be up for arbitration, uh, projected to make around $9 million, and 2023 will be another arbitration year. The Mets have some pieces. They definitely have some pieces. And, you know, obviously you're not going to get Francisco Alvarez. I, I deem him untouchable. But there's somebody like, I would say Brett Beatty's close to untouchable. Mark Vientos is a prospect that I'm really high on. And if that's somebody that you could get back in this deal, it would be a wonderful outcome, I think, for Oakland. It would be Mark Vientos plus some. But I like him as a starting point. I think some people were concerned with the swing and miss. I look at Mark Vientos. I see some of the best raw power in the minor leagues. He's the type of guy that can miss baseballs that get out of the yard. Uh, the way Oakland has been able to help get you know the most out of their players, develop hitters, I think that they could continue to develop that for him. He had that year that I was really looking for, toned down the approach, more consistent contact. He's a natural third baseman, but his glove, you're going from gold glover to questionable glove. And that's yeah. the big question there is, you know, is that palatable after you just had a platinum glover third, now you're getting a bat first third baseman? That's the question. But even if you were to somehow pry away Brett Beatty, who's another top prospect, he's not the most fantastic defensively either so that yeah. that's one side of it the flip side is you look at somebody like nick allen you know who's going to come up through the system very soon <laughs> and i know that uh, oakland fans are excited about him maybe you hedge a little bit of that issue at third with one of the most savvy defenders i think instantly <laughs> will be one of the best defenders at shortstop in the entire league maybe you're not feeling it as much if you go get a bat first guy like mark Nantos, who's gonna hit he's gonna hit and, and i think that's not a bad outcome if you end up going to make a deal with the Mets for a guy in Matt Chapman, who let's be real off a of hip surgery. Yes. He showed a little <laughs> bit more offensively this year, but his value is a little bit diminished. And, and I think that's a, a, an attainable guy in there. And Mark Fiancos, who's in our top 50 uh, on, for top okay. hundred prospects and just baseball media. So uh, I, I put him up there pretty high. I'm a, I'm a big fan of his. I like it. And uh, what, what would the Yankees be giving up for uh, Matt Olson? Because I want them to give us everybody. Would it be either uh, Jason Dominguez or I forget who the other – who's their other top prospect? So like top Anthony Volpe. 15, 17. That's yeah, the guy, yes. Anthony Volpe had a spectacular season this year. I mean, he, for me, uh, is is ahead of Dominguez in terms of prospect mm -hmm. value. So I don't know if, if the Yankees are willing to part with either of those guys. I, I'm not sure. At the end of the day, they're the New York Yankees. And let's be real, Matt Chapman, or excuse me, Matt Olson, is a needle mover for you, right? Like mm -hmm. we, we saw what Anthony Rizzo did for them. Olson's offensive game is just a different level. I mean, Rizzo yeah. brings the intangibles, but it's not like, it's not like Matt Olson is some uh, locker room trouble. He, he's a great guy too, by all accounts. So, I think he would help in that regard. He's a good defender at first, and uh, he absolutely mashes. And could you imagine what he would do in Yankee Stadium? I'd I prefer not to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you get to see the good side of it, right? But, I mean, you look at it that way, I think the Yankees could get tempted into trading one of those guys. I think Yankee fans are like, no, Dominguez is untouchable. Frankly, I'd trade Dominguez before I traded Volpe. But <laughs> – what I think is is both of those guys, the Yankees are going to try to clutch very close to their chest. And mm -hmm. even if that's the case, Oakland could get a really big haul of Oswald Peraza shortstop, though. Again, I like Nick Allen, but Oswald Peraza is close to big league ready, superb all around player, good defender, great bat, very interesting prospect. 
they could also look to go for one of the, you know, older pitchers like Davey Garcia and hope that they can develop him a little bit too. I think that could be another piece as well. Uh, If you got a package around Peraza, Davey Garcia, and then some other high upside filler pieces in that Yankee system, I mean, you got to be pretty happy because Peraza is close to big league ready at shortstop. Davey Garcia, you could put right into the rotation and hope that you can develop him a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then you could go with some upside guys, high quality prospects uh, that are younger and and you're hoping you can develop like Oakland has done such a good job. I think that that's the main question. uh, If they are going to move some of these, these big names like Chapman, like Olsen is, are they going to be getting four or five guys and trying to build out their depth? Or are they going to go with like two or three and try and get like some of those high, high blue chippers and uh, go for that kind of a rebuild. And so I don't know. It's they're they're going to need depth because their uh, their entire system isn't great. But yeah, that, that is a big question, way. I think. Yeah. Another name I really like that, you know, I think I had him in mock drafts back in 2020 going to Oakland and they really drafted the high school version of him and Tyler Soderstrom. But Austin Wells is a guy I really like. It's very similar to Soderstrom that he may not stick behind the dish, but his bat is legit. Such a good left-handed swing. He walks a ton, walks as much as anybody you're going to see, and also (laughs) hits for power. So I like that high floor guy that still has plenty of ceiling and could end up filling that void of Matt Olson at first base in a couple years. Uh, I watched him hit three home runs in a doubleheader in the Cape Cod League, and I was like, I'm sold on this guy. I started watching him after that and was <laughs> phenomenal at Arizona. I'm a big fan of his. And if you're getting like an Austin Wells, Oswald Peraza, and one other piece, look, I'm not going to be happy about trading away Matt Olson, but that would make it a little bit more uh, digestible, I guess, uh, because the I like Yankees it. do have pieces. They do have pieces that are close yeah. to big league ready that could help Oakland. Uh, you know, kind of expedite this process. And I feel like one thing that the A's should do in this rebuild is target hitters more because that's usually what they have a harder time developing. They can find pitchers wherever, every single offseason. And so uh, go get those bats that they have not gotten, you know, of their own accord. Go get them in trades and uh, see what you can do and just get a bunch of them and then a bunch of, and, you know, some of them work out. And then you have a roster and that is... <laughs> That is my goal for the rebuild right now. Uh, final question that I got for you right here is uh, Frankie Montas arguably has the best stuff in the A's rotation. How how high do you think his value is? Where could you see him landing? Is it the Giants who need all of the pitchers? Could it be the Red Sox? Um, I mean, Milwaukee doesn't necessarily need it because they can do whatever they need to with their rotation. Uh, wh- where could he be landing and what kind of prospects are we looking at for Frankie? Yeah, you know, I love the the Giants uh, float there because Montes is a guy that you talk about the stuff. It's fantastic. It's really about consistency for him because some days he looks like a frontline starter and then some days he, he's just really inconsistent. And yeah. you're a team like the Giants. They see guys like that and they're like, okay, you know, we'll, we'll continue to develop this guy and unlock more. Yeah. And I think Oakland's done a good job of getting him to where he is. His stuff is ridiculous. Like you said, he's still young, only 28 years old, but if I'm the Red Sox, I mean, that's gotta be a guy that I'm looking at. And that's gotta be a guy that I'm trying to get. The Red Sox should be in on every pitcher on the market right now, to, to be honest, but the yes. giants, I don't know if they're going to be able to keep Kevin Gossman. And 
Uh, he's somewhat similar. Uh, he, he throws a split finger. He mm-hmm. has the sinker as well. There's some similarities to Kevin Gossman there, and I think that's why the Giants could be interested is that they, they have that similar profile, and I'm sure that they were a big part of unlocking Kevin Gossman, and they may even be able to take Montas to that next level because they are similar profiles. The Giants, they've got some pieces. You know, They've got the untouchable in, in Marco Luciano. I don't think uh, you know that's somebody that they're going to be willing to deal but they still have some other pieces because they made some moves at the deadline, but didn't really trade from their elite guys. And mm-hmm. Joey Bart, I think, is going to be that next guy, obviously behind the dish after Buster Posey retired out of you know nowhere. That was pretty nuts uh, and, <laughs> and made me feel old and it was upsetting. Uh, but you know, <laughs> happy retirement to Buster Posey because yeah, what, what an awesome career that guy had. Yeah. But now you got to throw that guy behind the dish. I don't even think the Giants were ready for that. That would have been a name that yeah. I would have 100% floated because then you could trade Murphy. Yeah. You get it, your new starting catcher, and now you're maximizing value on top of that because you would. I floated that name like two days ago. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Joey yeah. Bart, he, he'd be the new guy. And then I'm like, oh, and, crap. And I would have been 100% in on it with you because you know what? From what I was hearing, Joey Bart was somewhat available. You know, they weren't just trying to give him away, but they, he was available in the right situation. Yeah. It just didn't come. And I don't think they were expecting Bart or excuse me, Posey to retire. And they've got another guy in Patrick Bailey catcher that they just drafted. Who's a little bit further off, maybe two years away that they probably figured by the time Posey retires, Bailey will be ready. Well, now it's Bart time and Bailey is probably blocked. So that's a guy that I'm looking at. I think if if you're looking to make a deal with San Francisco, Patrick Bailey is a catcher that I really like somebody that I think really fits into that uh, system. Well, good bat will stick behind the dish uh stay away personally from a hunter bit uh, especially if you say oakland has some issues developing hitters I, I wasn't huge on what i saw from from bishop similar with heliot ramos i think he's been a, a bit of a disappointment luis matos if you can pry luis matos away that's an outfielder that i think has as much upside as any guy uh 20 years or younger in the minor leagues right now outside of the the very obvious marco lucianos and He's right there. He's not that far behind. Let's assume that they say no on Luis Matos. A couple guys that I really, really like in this system, Patrick Bailey, Jairo Pomares. If you can get those two guys uh, as the main pieces in a deal, I'd be pretty happy. And as we're talking this out, it's like they really could fast track this rebuild with the assets that they have because Mm – some of these names that we're floating here are some of my favorite prospects in baseball, and, and I think they're attainable. I do think they, they can go get them. Yeah, players of this quality, they're they're attainable. I, I mean, another team. Uh, we'll, we'll get into it here in a sec, but another team that could definitely be in the mix: Toronto Blue Jays, and maybe they could they could go get Jordan Groshans if they want him. It, it depends on which guy they want to move, but they could go float a package to go get a top guy like that too. I know that they already got a bunch of middle infield guys, but the A's generally, a lot of teams generally draft shortstops and like, oh, we'll fit you wherever you you end up. So, uh, but coming up on this show, I'm going to have Aram put together a trade package of his own making. So that'll be a lot of fun. So stay locked in with Locked on A's and I'll be right back. Welcome back to the Locked on A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to hit subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts, follow our new YouTube channel, uh, like, comment, subscribe, do all the things down there that you need to do. Uh, follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter. If you guys have any questions for us, please send those to lockdownathletics at gmail.com. Arm, one more time for the people. 
where can I find you? At RMLayton8 on Twitter and at JustBaseball.com, of course, is uh, the website where you can see the work and at JustBBMedia and Locked On MLB Prospects. I feel like I got like a whole 10-minute ordeal every time I got to tell people where to keep up with me, but I appreciate it. Next time, I will only ask you once. <laughs> You're eating up too much time with all of your credentials, Aram. <laughs> all right. Uh, so before the break, I said that uh, I was going to have you put together a trade package and pick a team that is trading one somebody that we've talked about or, you know, even Bassett or Mania, because I think that one of those two is probably going to be on the move as well uh, if they're going to the studs, you may as well trade most of the people that we've talked about because those guys have value and it doesn't really matter what you're putting on the field in 2022. So put together a package. You can even put, you know, Loriano with Olsen. You can do whatever you want to with whatever team you want to make A's fans get excited about a trade package. What do you got for me, Aram? Well, now, as we were talking it through, I really like, I'll give two because this one I already almost almost gave, but the Montes package, I think Montes makes so much sense to the Giants. Patrick mm -hmm. Bailey, Jairo Pomares, and Casey Schmidt would be the package that I would want going back there. I think Oakland would have to throw in a little bit of something else, whether it's another prospect or another reliever or, or, or whatever it may be. But if you can get that package, Casey Schmidt, Talk about a, a third baseman that fits the profile. I mean, I don't think he's a platinum glover, but he is a plus defender at third. I think the bat's going to continue to develop, and if that's the third piece on top of an outfielder in Pomares and a really good catcher in Patrick Bailey, I would be really happy with that return uh, if I'm Oakland. And then I really like where you started to go before the break with the Blue Jays. Uh, if, if Manaya, let's say, because I could see the Jays being interested in Manaya, especially mm -hmm. if they don't bring back Robbie Ray. You know, they're, yeah. they're going to want to have a lefty in that in that mix. Uh, they love having Ryu, another lefty, and then having Manoa and, and whoever else they want to use to fill out that rotation. If we're talking third baseman again, too, because I, I really do think Chapman's going to be one of the first guys to go. Uh, the, the Jays have Jordan Groshans, like you mentioned, who is a shortstop, but I personally think is going to move to third base. And Groshans, again, if we're going off of, you know, what you say, too, which I think is a really good point, the A's want maybe somebody a little bit safer, or at least you want somebody safer for the A's based on their track record of developing hitters. Cause that's how I am with the Marlins. I'm like, go get whatever pitcher. I trust you, but with hitters, yeah. eh, keep it safe guys. Keep it safe. <laughs> Groshans is a safe bat. He is a safe bat. He doesn't strike out a lot. He's got power. I think he's going to continue to tap into more, but makes a lot of contact walks a lot. And I think he's going to move to third would be big league ready by next year. And could be that that guy that kind of slides right into third base uh, and would be a perfect piece there. I don't think that's enough for a Manaya. So I would say Groshans. Um, then I would probably be looking at some of the other uh, pitching prospects that they have with some upside. Because, again, we know how they like to develop guys. So maybe a 19-year-old Irv Carter and then a C.J. Van Eyck on top of that. So you get, you're getting the main centerpiece in Groshans who helps you right away. And then you're getting two guys with upside and CJ Van Eyck and Irv Carter. I think that's a pretty solid package in there. Maybe you could upgrade it to an Adam Coffin. So I'll go final offer, Oakland fans, Jordan Groshans, as well as Adam Coffinstein and Irv Carter for Sean Manaya. And I think they should be pretty happy with that. I think some people might even say it's an overpay, but lefty pitcher that I think showed a lot of promise in terms of being able to build on the swing and miss. Uh, I think Manaya is worth a lot. 
I like it. Yes, I will take that. Um, I, I will say the one, re the only reason that I don't know that he would end up on the Blue Jays, and just a couple of days ago, I said he'd be a good fit on the Blue Jays, but uh, I kept this one in my back pocket. The only reason he wouldn't necessarily go there is because he has been blown up in two starts at Fenway Park and they would now be a divisional rival. So that is the one thing that could not let that happen. But uh, I think I would take that package. I know Jordan Groshans, I know that he's probably a one for one would probably make sense from the Blue Jays perspective. Um, I, I would take anything in addition to that, especially I don't know much about these guys, but uh, are they hard throwers? Because the A's do not have those guys. So they could use more hard throwers. I don't care if they're in the bull, if they end up in the bullpen, what? They need more hard throwers. They, yeah, they have so a lot of precision guys generally. So, yeah, which is funny. It is true. And Coffin seems a guy that is mid nineties, uh, but six foot five, two hundred and forty pounds. So I think there's more in there. And had a really yeah. bad year last year, to be honest. But again, <laughs> that's where if I'm a team like the A's, I take the safe bat and then I take the arm with upside that I feel like I can develop. The Blue Jays are not helping him at this point. You know, he had a really rough year. He walked 61 batters and 101 innings. Not good. But his stuff is legit. And if you feel like you can unlock something in him, great buy low opportunity as a throw in on a deal where you're already getting a really good pitching prospect in there. Irv Carter is somebody that I think is going to throw gas. He's 6'4", uh, 19 <laughs> years old. And right now he's more in the mid-90s, but I think there's more in the tank. So, if they're willing to part with him too, uh, that that would be a nice little piece. But even if it's just Klaffenstein and Groshans, I think Oakland can help develop Klaffenstein into a guy that starts throwing some more strikes. Worst case, you have a good back-end bullpen piece uh, in Klaffenstein, and he can throw gas and short stints there for sure. I am on board. And the one thing that the A's have going for them, if they do decide to start tearing things down, is they have time for guys to figure it out. They could wait a year or two, whereas the Blue Jays, their window is starting to open right now. They're hoping, they were kind of hoping to make the postseason this year. They definitely want to make it next year. They don't necessarily have time to wait on these, these guys right here. Even though they still have some upside, they need somebody more like Sean Manaya and somebody who's proven right now. And uh, maybe maybe the A's, you know, luck into some, some not luck into, but get some really good talent. I would be very, very on board. I don't know how I feel about trading everybody to the Giants, but... I think that Chris Bassett would also be a great fit for the Giants, even though I hate trading A's players to the Giants, just because he has that grit and he seems kind of like a Giants pitcher, like a mad bum kind of guy. Um, or just that's just the, the mentality that he has. But uh, yeah, that's all that I got for you guys today. But thank you everybody for making Locked On A's your first listen of the day. Now go make Locked On MLB prospects since arms here. I'm, I'm supposed to say Locked On MLB. No, no, no. Arms here. We're talking about Arm Layton right now. Go make Locked On MLB prospects your second lesson of the day. It is free and available on all platforms and also Arm. Great guy. So uh, Arm, one more time. Give me your credentials. Where can people find you? Give me that uh, laundry list of things that you say. <laughs> at Arm Layton 8 on Twitter, uh, at Just BB Media on Twitter, of course, the Locked On MLB Prospects podcast, and JustBaseball.com, where I'll actually very soon, and I'm going to have to invite myself back here because I'm going to be dropping my top 10 A's prospects in the next couple of weeks. I've been doing the top 10s for all 30 systems. Uh, so when that happens, would love to talk to you about my ace top 10. Um, 
I might have to wait though, because I'm going to make it with my luck. Then they're going to make the <laughs> trades and then I have to do it all over again. Uh, and that's just the way it is. So maybe I'll wait, but I'm definitely going to do it in the next few weeks. Yeah. Wait until, uh, you know, December when the CBA, when, when there's a lockout and then they can't do anything, do yeah. it then. That might be a good time <laughs> for you. Cause it might be a very, very busy month for all of baseball. And especially for a team like the A's that could be removing a lot of parts from their 40-man roster. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on YouTube. Uh, follow the show on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ByJasonB on Twitter. And if you guys have any questions for me or Aram, send them to me, though, at uh, LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. But that is all that we got for you guys today. So until next time, go out and celebrate good times, Oakland. And I will talk at you tomorrow.